0: This movie sucks. Dark Phallus. This is... Spoilers. <laughs> can, can we use that? Is that okay? It's already done. Right. It's done. Well, welcome to Spoilers. I'm your host, Pappy, and joining me tonight, for the first time ever, from Denver, Colorado, it's host Jordan.
1: Alive from the Pap Cave.
0: How do you... I guess, how did you... I've talked a lot of shit about my apartment. Does it live up to the hype? That I, I painted the picture on the pod.
1: Everything and more, man. Everything and more. The dungeon
0: from seven, all over again. Chubbs but. is here somewhere. I don't know where she's hiding. Represent. Welcome, Chubbs. Welcome, you listeners. But Jordan, today we're here to talk about the latest installment in the X Men franchise, of which I know nothing. Dark <laughs> Phoenix. So I've <laughs> never, I've never seen any of these X Men movies. I have a passing knowledge at best of the franchise.
1: What's your, what's your familiarity? Guy? That's fair enough. I've. I believe that I've seen all the X-Men this most recent series um, with, like, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender. Um, I'm a little confused on the storylines, but I think a lot of people are because some of them involve, like, time travel and whatnot. So we won't get too, too much into those because that's, that's
0: past. That's ancient history. <laughs> Future that's, past, you might dark say. Dark Phoenix past, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, this movie's getting fucking killed. Dark Phoenix. Um, we're, we're seeing that we saw it on Thursday night. We're recording on Thursday night. Maybe we'll get up to you on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll see, but, uh, it's, it's getting killed in the ratings. Uh, I guess kind of general impressions. We kind of looked at each other and and, do you remember what you said to me as we were walking down the escalator of the movie theater? Uh, I think we were both just like, (sighs) (laughs) you're like, (laughs) the only problem with that movie is that it sucked. (laughs) What
1: <laughs> i mean i think it's important to preface too with like we we discussed it beforehand and neither of us looked at rotten tomatoes really anything online i checked the runtime um just to kind of check and yeah. see what we're in for but we both kind of said like let's go in fresh uh, i don't think either of us were expecting to like anything too groundbreaking
0: mm-hmm. well it's one of those it was one of those beautiful things that people used to do when they go to the movies where it's like you get in your head that you want to go to the movies, and then you pick a movie to match your your time and requirements, <laughs> and that's kind of how we ended up in this theater. But yeah, yeah, I was I was glad I went in without any preconceived notions because I didn't I didn't hate it with a passion. It wasn't horrible. It was just
1: weird. It's very
0: meh. Okay, so we have a we have a segment that we're stealing from Bill Simmons' podcast called <laughs> Unanswerable Questions. I, I have a few questions. If you can answer some of these, I uh, would be appreciated. I'll do my best. What was the race of the bad guy? Like, what were their species called?
1: You mean the scariest part of the movie, where these <laughs> fucking signs aliens come out of the forest?
0: You mean the first reference to Captain Marvel two thousand nineteen? <laughs> this film makes
1: the same, the same moment in the story. Um, yeah. yeah, they kind of come in through the dark, and there's like a dog barking at them, very much reminding me of signs. Um, mm-hmm. And the lady comes out and gets like. I don't really know. Something happens there on the woods Off screen, and no. yeah and it's very uh ambiguous, they're, I guess.
0: They're shapeshifters just like in Captain Marvel where they can shift their shapes. shapes. Yeah. Fair fair yeah, point. Exactly. So mm. but but it's an unidentified race of aliens. Their only motivation that we have is that the energy that sparked all life in the universe also destroyed their planet. <laughs> And they've been chasing this energy force throughout the universe, and then when uh, Sophie Turner, uh, which Stark is you? Sansa Stark, mm-hmm. absorbs the power, they're like, oh shit, she's, she's who got a key in on now.
1: One might say that the thing that kills their planet is also the spark that lights the fire that lights <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that lights a revolution. You could say that as well.
0: The North remembers, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Second second unanswerable question. Why does and again, this is coming from someone who hasn't seen any X oh there's Chubbs. Hey Chubbs. This is coming from someone who hasn't seen any X Men films in the past, so I, I, I'm not trying to criticize it from that perspective, but why does the people's opinion of the X Men turn on a dime constantly? We're we're introduced to this oh that first scene with the spaceship. Mm-hmm. How rushed. was not that rushed and weird and strange? Like-
1: yeah, I think they're trying pretty quickly to set up. Um, like Dr. Xavier. As mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, shooting from the hip a little bit. Trying to like improve their public image. He's talking to the president. Doing like political parties and stuff. He's and- the
0: Elon Musk of this time. Basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Um, and so yeah. I, ca- I think it kind of shows that he's willing to risk everything and that there's uh cracks in the in the foundations Mm -hmm. of the x-men
0: and i'm not trying to like criticize this obviously because i I, it's going to be fast it's it's part of a franchise a lot of these characters Mm -hmm. are well-established characters but like the scope of what happens in that first story in the first 10 minutes is fucking nuts because like they're on earth they're in space they're in space we're getting shots of like Families and children around the world cheering on the X Men. Like, it's yeah. very quick and very strange. Like, yeah, there's
1: the one shot that really reminded me of, um, shit, what's the Will Smith one? Uh, is it Armageddon?
0: Uh, yeah, well, not Armageddon. That's not Will Smith. No, not Armageddon. Sorry. Right. Um, uh i'll cut this in post, hopefully. maybe we'll see <laughs> it is like armageddon though when they have like the little the the families happens. like yeah oh independence day independence day yeah. sorry big dumb movie Shout out.
1: yeah yeah we're <laughs> it's independence day where like it shows children in another country like scurrying to like a neighborhood store to like watch through the windows on a tv like yeah <laughs> um but yeah i think to answer your question that's one of the only parts of the movie that i feel like really links to the other like the big theme that's in the the rest of the series is that they, they are mutants and that like the normal people are alternately scared and in awe of them I think and so mm-hmm. we do kind of get that as well but it pretty quickly goes to just like mutants fighting mutants.
0: Yeah and just to touch on kind of the themes that you were talking about too um, to bring it back to Captain Marvel and Jordan and I are sitting right next to each other. I can see his MacBook Airs tabs. You can see my MacBook Tabs, uh, and I'm looking at you have Captain Marvel open. Speaking of Captain Marvel, so what one of the, the scenes that we did brief, brief breeze over is actually the very first intro. There's kind of a double double intro here. You have the, the first adventure that they go on, but then there's a setup of, of why Sansa Stark is, <laughs> has become an X Men, has left her family, and apparently. <laughs> Uh, Ned and Catherine Stark were driving a car, (laughs) and uh, she wanted to change the radio station, and uh, they wouldn't let her, and she changes it, and then she makes her mom go to sleep, and they get in a car wreck, and she kills her mom, but, like, a major theme... This movie is about dealing with your emotions. You know what I mean? It's about confronting your emotions, similar to Brie Larson, who you have displayed on your screen now. There's literally a scene in that film where it's like, no, I'm, I can handle my emotions. Like another similarity, perhaps? I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm all over the place. No, there, no,
1: no, no. I completely agree. I yeah. see like the through line here that you're pointing to. I think there's even a memory of like her crashing a go-kart or something like mm-hmm. that in Captain Marvel. Yeah. And it's like, why thing. do we fall off the horse yeah. to like learn to, control her emotions and get back on i suppose
0: but but not only that like moreover it's a male a a male mentor figure encouraging a female protagonist to suppress her emotions and her realizing that that's essentially bad advice yeah and that's the whole arc of her character that's the whole the whole story is oh that's 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 bad news i should embrace my emotions and that's the whole dark phoenix story and captain marvel
1: yeah it is i mean the last movie by gene gray or the last line in the movie by Jean gray is like no my emotions make me powerful and she like embraces it all and that's pretty much exactly what happens in captain marvel you're right Which
0: literally her emotions are the whole fucking problem <laughs> like i'm sorry I'm, I'm not saying hey man don't rep- be the male uh, no on. i mean but like <laughs> she's literally killing people on accident because she gets too emotional like that's that is a problem uh Perhaps next unanswerable question. (laughs) Why do people constantly say they're going to do one thing and then do another thing in this movie? Like for example, Sophie Turner says, I'll always come back to you to the guy from, um, Ty Sheridan. Mm -hmm. What was ready? Ready player one. Yeah. And then she immediately leaves him like Charles Xavier refuses to say sorry to the blue wolf guy. Uh, beast mm-hmm. nicholas holt uh then immediately apologizes to sophie turner like five minutes later like, i feel like people are constantly the people of earth love the x-men and then yeah they flip I, over a couple of police cruisers and then that's i don't have
1: as, as much of an issue with that i think it's just people growing throughout the film but yeah okay
0: those are those are all my unanswerable questions i guess do you have any uh, kind of like the production of this was crazy too, right? Is that kind of what you're looking at now?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I had one more Captain Marvel yeah. comparison. And Good. I brought up the – like as soon as we got home, I was kind of hiding my laptop. And I was bringing up the, some movie posters and like iconic images that they've been using in the press. And there's literally like the same – I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, but yeah, There's literally this like the same photo of them like glowing and split in half, clearly torn in two different directions, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel – and Dark Phoenix, the same colors—a blue on one side of
0: the poster, or red on the other side of
1: the poster. Yeah, and like that, their power is just like glowing and coursing through them. Like, there's a lot of similarities, and it's just—it's just crazy that these two movies, movies have come out within what mm-hmm. three months of each other. So yeah,
0: so for those of you keeping score at home, you have a uh, superhero protagonist who is encouraged by her male mentor to suppress her emotions is then realize the error of these ways by a group of shape-shifting aliens who come to <laughs> earth uh and the posters look the exact same
1: all set in motion by some sort of vehicle wreck
0: exactly yes all set in motion by some sort of vehicle wreck yeah so you know it's do you remember it's this there. this was supposed to be a horror movie when dark phoenix yeah like i remember like two years ago when they were talking about this it was gonna be chevs it was gonna be it was gonna be like a horror film like way darker like rated r was kind of thrown out there with the success of logan but that never interesting never yeah. Happened.
1: yeah i feel like that would have been great
0: would have been way better
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean they do say shit and fuck we got one fuck, and they and yeah. they make out and they sexualize uh sophie turner quite a bit
0: quite a bit <laughs> quite a bit
1: <laughs> was it it was pg-13
0: right i think yeah yeah yeah
1: i mean it was i guess
0: they got their money's worth <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know speaking of sexualizing sophie turner real quick did you notice that we were like the only two people in a group in the whole gd movie theater <laughs> Uh, the guys next to us were also in a group, okay, but it was yeah. all dudes. It was all dudes, mostly one-off dudes going to see this. Like, yeah, fine, yeah. I'm going to yeah. just go through Thursday night. <laughs> 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 I'll be back by nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Did you? Do you have any notes on the production? That's all I remember. Is, yeah, yeah,
1: so I brought this up when we were just kind of doing a little background research before we hopped on. Um, and I had heard that there were some production troubles, but I never looked into it because I didn't want to get any spoilers. Um, but just to kind of give you the highlights here, it was initially going to be released last year, March 2018, and then was pushed back almost a full year uh, for quote unquote routine reshoots. But due to cast problems, they couldn't get everybody in the same in the same room.
0: Which, OK, no, there's a scene with Jennifer Lawrence and James McAvoy, and they're having a very intimate one on one discussion is early in the film, and Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Raven, who does get killed, that would have been a better spoiler, probably. <laughs> <laughs> in retrospect, J Law <laughs> is talking to Split, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, I, uh, you know, you gotta, you made a mistake, you're pushing him too far. And James McAvoy's like, you know, I, I don't make mistakes. Like they're going back and forth, but it's, it's shot, reverse shot, shot, reverse shot the whole time. And there's one shot of a bald guy, the back of a bald guy's head, who may well be James McAvoy, <laughs> but it's clearly like put together in post. Yeah. And all I wanted was one shot of like, I mean, there's, this is a, this is a great cast, a stat cast, but yeah. two, two of the three most famous people, two of the four most famous people, arguably in this movie, a shot of them talking. Together, interacting, acting off of each other would mm-hmm. have been great to see.
1: But yeah, yeah. That might
0: be too much, so.
1: Um, so yeah, they're looking at routine reshoots is what they call it. Um, but that involves completely reworking the third act of the film and also rewriting part of the script ahead of these reshoots. Um, they then also had to change the release date again. To avoid competing with the Christmas oriented film, The Nutcracker and The Four Realms. Oh
0: my God. Because
1: there's a, Which, a lot of audience crossover there, yeah, I'm I sure. Mean,
0: that, that box office giant. You got to <laughs> get out of that, Did that one. that even somewhere. come out around Christmas? I have yeah, no but idea. It was, no one saw it. Literally, no <laughs> one saw it.
1: Fair enough. It just sounds like a shit show. They. Um, had to do, use like a backup studio up in Toronto it was just a, a huge mess and delayed it over over a year I think closer to 18 months
0: yeah I've got a I've got a quote from a producer Hutch Parker who said there was a more of a cosmic story the story ended in space in a much more significant way in the first draft which is kind of some shade some low-key shade being thrown at the the reshoots but
1: yeah I mean it said that the first ending had broadly negative reviews Mm. but the second ending isn't great either so
0: so how does it end so we get so sophie turner uh is met by jessica chastain i didn't recognize her at all i I
1: kept trying to place her i couldn't figure out who it was but as a villain she's so bad i know we touched on it already but like just so flat her name is smith so a clear matrix ripoff um but Yeah, like, she just has basically a bunch of villain quips, like, I will take
0: the power from her. Mm -hmm. She's super, like, uh, quiet and, like, bland, Tilda Swinton-looking strange. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, so so she, there, she convinces Sophie Turner that she needs to embrace her emotions and kill people, and she's like, no. And then, I don't know, kind of what, like, what happens? Like, James McAvoy comes to kill her, and...
1: Yeah, she. Something, something, something. James McAvoy, like, apologizes, but it's like this whole sequence in one of their memories or brains or something, mm-hmm. and they kind of chat. Um, and then.
0: Michael Fassbender, Magneto, yeah. is also there, and they're all there to kill they're her. They're all
1: fighting yeah. in
0: New York, mm-hmm. and apparently, this isn't as big of a deal. As slipping over a couple of police cruisers, like causing chaos (laughs) in the New York streets because everything goes back to normal right after this. But
1: there's a lot of aliens there. The mutants are all fighting them. It's not a terrible action sequence, I don't think. It just feels like, you know, that they, so they've already killed Jennifer Lawrence's character. It doesn't seem like they're going to kill many of the other like main characters. So Mm. it feels like everybody kind of has some plot armor. They're kind of, I don't know. Use it like coming coming into their own with their powers and everything, and like learning to fight better. Um, and then they kind of all get messed up by like the one villain. I'll
0: say this: this this may be an X many thing, but I love like how all of their powers come into play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think that like the, the, the sequence in space and the sequence here in I guess apparently quote unquote New York, which is really Quebec, uh, <laughs> is is cool. It, it, it they, they all kind of have their thing to do. They do their thing. It contributes to the overall team mission. I like that. It might be a very X-Men thing, but I think that piece is at least executed well. Yeah, I it feels agree. Like a good episode of the X-Men. You know what I mean, yeah. like, whatever. That's what we do. But yeah, Sophie Turner and Jessica Chastain kind of kill each other over this powerful.
1: Yeah, they're trying um, to like pass power back and forth, and it becomes clear that um, Smith, Jessica Chastain's alien character, like can't handle it, and so Sophie Turner like does it more Mm. um i yeah and then she can't do it more on earth because it's gonna kill everybody so she just flies her up to space and does it it there
0: it becomes a (laughs) phoenix gliding around Uh the earth like like captain silver and treasure planet it's very (laughs) very strange ending um emotions make me more powerful is the final quote um yeah i don't know i don't have a lot to say it's this movie's getting buried. Like I said, we won't be the first negative review to market, but I'm, I'm glad that we went in fresh and formed our own opinions. Uh,
1: Speaking of uh, male mentor characters, um, can I tell you about Hans Zimmer's score for this oh, and please. some just some of the track names? No I'm-
0: one writes music better for women superheroes <laughs> than a male Hans Zimmer. Kills it. These are these are just...
1: a. F- <laughs> <laughs> these are just a few of the uh track names here uh intimate oh. dark okay gap
0: yikes <laughs>
1: <laughs> insertion
0: <No. laughs> it's there. dude no it's there no it is oh my god
1: <laughs>
0: it's just weird i don't it's- know that's very strange. I think so crazy, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> give your yes or no. I'll give Chubbs a boost into her chair. Uh, this is a
1: a solid no. I think. Um, I, th- I think it's probably the worst X Men that I've seen of this series. I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of uh, Apocalypse, but I think at least like kind of held up and was. Um, I don't know. I've watched it a lot on FX since it actually came out. Um, this one, I don't foresee watching it again, probably. It's not like super long, so j- like Josh Long wouldn't have any problems with it. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't do a lot. It's all pretty straightforward and fairly predictable, I would say. Um, no huge stakes besides J Law dying. Um, Pab. Who, who was your favorite mutant of that kind of this new crew um, oh. as you go into your yes or no?
0: I like the, uh, who was the, he sounded like he was from India, um, but he could teleport people places. Yeah. Um, that shit was cool.
1: I'm so bad at
0: names. Yeah. His name is
1: Nightcrawler.
0: Nightcrawler, yeah, Nightcrawler is cool. Like I said, I know nothing of the X Men. This is like I saw Logan. I I guess we have spoiled Logan. We spoiled an X Men movie before, but this is like my second X Men movie I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it's also a no. This movie's fucking shitty. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you were here to watch it uh, with me um, because otherwise it would have been a huge waste of an afternoon. Um, I the, the the similarities of Captain Marvel aside, it was just kind of strangely edited it really did feel like a film that had reshoots and even not like being 100% sure on that going into it afterwards I was sure on it so yeah a definite no for me um, maybe one of the worst movies of the year um, <laughs> honestly and uh, yeah I Disney doesn't give a fuck about what happened in this movie they gotta reboot the X-Men hardcore their new acquisition so yeah, I
1: think so. Um, not a great send-off for the series with Fox, I don't think. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Sophie Turner's hot. So. Sophie
0: Turner. I looked at you walked out of the theater and said, damn, that's Sophie Turner. Huh? That movie was terrible. But. Well, thank you for listening A Brief Spoilers, Jordan. I'm glad you're here in Denver with me. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, the, Chubbs. The good people, Chubbs. I'm so glad you shut the fuck up <laughs> I do want to watch up on the track but thank you for listening take it away Spoderman X-Men X-Men Spoderman Nightcrawlerman <laughs> Spoilerman here our email is podcast at gmail.com twitter is at spoilers underscore pod our instagram is podcast spoilers it's lit Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song Our spoilers hotline is 903-776-4507. That's 903-Spoil-07.